Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're looking at how artificial intelligence can be a useful research tool for real estate investors. A lot of emphasis for AI tools has been on mining the universe for information and writing new materials such as blog posts. And no doubt there's some utility there, but the quality of writing has been fairly low in my estimation. The real power of these AI tools is as a better research tool. There's many tasks that have been traditionally the subject of very tedious activity, and legions of virtual assistants have earned a living half a world away performing these low-skill tasks. Recent advances in AI have made some types of information searches very powerful. For example, you can ask an AI tool like ChatGPT for information about precedent-setting court cases in a particular jurisdiction on specific regulations. For example, I asked ChatGPT to list the precedent-setting zoning cases in the province of Ontario involving R4 zoning. Within seconds, I had a list of three precedent-setting cases in the province of Ontario involving R4 zones. I then asked for more examples. Instantly, the tool produced four more examples. By contrast, a Google search simply took me to a legal scholar site as a portal, but offered no direct reference to any cases. As developers, we're often making risk assessments when it comes to asking for variances from planning committee and ultimately city council. Understanding the case law can help provide developers with a perspective of where the appeals process has concluded in favor of the developer and when they've upheld the city's decision. There are often real estate cases involving problems with easements, so I asked ChatGPT to provide a list of precedent-setting cases involving utilities easements within a specific jurisdiction. I then asked for a different set of cases involving billboard easements. Each and every time I got a solid list of precedent-setting cases. Asking for more cases delivered more cases. Now, I'm not here to tell you that ChatGPT is a legal scholar, but if your goal is to understand the nuance of zoning regulations, it can be a very effective tool. It can help you accelerate your knowledge before you contact your legal counsel. In some cases, the tool declines to perform the work altogether. For example, one answer I got to a very specific question was, as an AI language model, I don't have real-time access to current zoning decisions and variances in the Binbrook region of Hamilton, Ontario. However, I can tell you that variances to height restrictions in any region must be granted on a case-by-case basis, and they're subject to various factors, including the lot size and surrounding neighborhood and the overall impact of the proposed development. Okay, so the the tool punted on that particular search. But another search that would be useful for real estate syndicators is correlating the member directory of a professional licensing body with the websites for those same members of their professional college. Feeding ChatGPT with a list of several thousand names and addresses resulted in a new list with those same companies matched up with their company website addresses. That type of work, subcontracted to a virtual assistant, would have taken about a week to complete. In this case, the entire job was completed in under a minute. Now, shares of Microsoft are up substantially in recent months. That's not because they're suddenly people rushing out to buy more copies of Microsoft Word or Excel. It's because Microsoft has made substantial investments in OpenAI and ChatGPT. The incorporation of OpenAI into the Bing search engine means that Bing, which was a distant second in the search wars, is potentially 
head and shoulders above Google in terms of capability, and that's truly game-changing for Microsoft. There's a vast amount of exploration that has to be done to understand the edge cases where AI software can be useful as a research tool and where it's got limitations. And there are definitely cases where the tool completely declines to answer the question. And then there's cases where we're pleasantly surprised by the quality and depth of the answer. We found that if you ask the tool to find the data for a list and then correlate the list to another information set, the limitations of the tool become apparent. But if you provide the list first and submit the list as the body of the question and then ask it to correlate the list to another piece of information, the tool performs wonderfully. The big question with AI is whether the answers provided are any good. There's really no way to test that. And since there's no real arbiter of truth on the internet, we have a hard time determining what's real. The determination is largely based on a simple notion of whether the answer provided is acceptable to people. In order for the answer to be acceptable, and to be robustly acceptable, the answer has to have some element of truth. But just like a good liar tells half-truths, it's possible that AI tells half-truths as well. We would not be able to determine the difference between truth and half-truth. What we're actually seeing is domain-specific intelligence. We're very far from generalized intelligence. And these AI systems are giant pattern matchers. They do not have the ability to determine causality. So in that sense, AI is still very limited. When we think about the breadth of cognitive processes in the human mind, AI is still very primitive. But as a research tool in limited domains, these tools can be very powerful and useful for solving pattern matching problems. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.